Welcome back to Trent Must Talk. I am your host, Trent, and this is episode 18. Uh, For this one, I spoke to Bird a couple days ago from the Friends Against Government podcast. We talked about coronavirus, uh, and this was just a couple days ago, so things might have changed. Who knows? Regardless, this is not a shelf-stable episode. So, here you go. Yeah, yeah, so I know you're Catholic, and I bet you're pretty sad uh, that you don't get to drink on the ultimate drinking day, the St. Patrick's Day. Of course, right, of course. So they, they, um, the liquor stores aren't closed yet. I think they're still doing, like, uh, shipments, so everybody can have their own party at home, but, you know, make sure it's under 50 people. (laughs) Yeah, no, do that. Yeah, that's fine. Do that. Yeah, that's fine. That'll be great. Yeah, they canceled the parade, which was no big surprise. Um, most most um, of the major corporations are starting to shut their doors. Uh, I was just told, for me, we're probably going to reopen sometime early April. Um, uh, what else? Uh, there's no curfew yet. <laughs> that would have hey, been real nice. bad. Yeah, that would have been real bad. I think there's a curfew curfews in some some places. Um, God, I don't know. It's been very strange. I I, I don't know because I've stayed home for most of it. You know, I've just kind of practiced my uh, social distancing uh, at home, chilling out. So I, I there seems to pe- people seem to be very uh, still very nervous about this whole thing, which is probably a good thing to do. It's just for me personally, nothing's changed because I've just been at home, been chilling. Uh, once the, once my job was like, Hey, you don't have to come in. I was like, thank you. And I stayed home because as much of a socially dependent extrovert as I am, you know, every once in a while when like, you know, if the government is like, Hey, don't go outside. Like I might, I'm not going to (laughs) argue, you know, I, whatever. Like if I need to go outside, I'll go outside. But like, if, if the government is like telling my, my business, which can afford to take a fucking few days off. Hey, just stop doing that. I'm not going to fucking complain. I can't even pretend like I'm mad. Yeah. I, uh, I'm like you, I, I, I'm like you like that. Like I was already social distancing. Yeah. To be honest, years beforehand. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But something has flipped in my brain where now that I'm being told that I have to, Uh I, I just can't sit in my apartment. Like that's so funny. I need to go do something. Yeah, so I have, go, the, I have uh, the total opposite today. Oh, you're gonna really do that? Oh boy. Yeah, I'm gonna right. go. No, I'm just gonna go hang out with some friends, get real drunk. We might go shoot some guns or something. It'll be great. All right. What happens if you get it? Are you gonna practice safety measures if you get it and stay home? And what are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah. No, you get I'm not it? gonna go out if I get it. Yeah. Well, and what about would you would you go to the hospital if you got it, or would you try and stay no. home? No, I'd stay home. Yeah, I think that's probably the smart idea because you never know whether or not you really have it. So unless like, you really need to go, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go either. Unless you really need to. I am a medium healthy person. So I'm I'd not. say my odds are about 75% if I got it. So of what survive? To survive? To survive, yeah. That's yeah, really low though. Yeah, Con- no. Considering the, the lethality rate that we know of so far is like what, two percent? And it could probably it could be lower because we don't have all the case numbers. Like <laughs> 
if you're, yeah. giving, you're giving yourself only 75% chance to survive. I mean, I feel crazy. like I, I have a 75% day to day, to be honest, most of the time. Yeah. You know what? That would be funny to figure out, right? Like what is that? What is my actual survival rate on a daily basis? And then how much is coronavirus impacting that considering it's making me stay at home? Uh, yeah. So I wonder, I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I, I think, what did you say you wanted to, uh, one of the themes we touch on is ways that we've been impacted by this in the, the most first world ways possible. Um, yeah. I could probably come up with some stuff, but I will say like, just straight up, I have not been impacted by this at all. Uh, yeah. it, this has made zero change to my daily life. Um, because nothing, I don't know, because I'm not a business owner. I don't run my own business. I don't, uh, I'm not a high up in any sort of business. And so nothing I care about is being shut down. Like I work for a major corporation that uh, uh, pays us like shit and makes a fuck ton of money to begin with. If they're taking like two weeks off and paying us by the way, which is nice, but they wouldn't do that if it wasn't the law. Um, uh, They're like, they're good. You know, I know a lot of small business owners are freaking out and stuff and rightfully so. I'm not saying that's wrong, but I am not one. And so as far as what, how my life has been going, it's been fine. In fact, I, I believe the way that we're being paid is like it's, it's an average based on everybody's hours. So everybody's getting the same pay, which would, if I estimate correctly, actually mean I'm getting paid more than usual. <laughs> so, so, you know, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like I just yeah. don't give yeah. a shit. If anything, uh, it's better for you. It's better for me. I get to stay home and get paid for it. Are you joking? Like, that's amazing. Where's huh. all the money coming from? Yeah, I know. I'm already being taxed to death anyway. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It make a goddamn bit of difference. It really doesn't make a damn bit of difference. And I think most New Yorkers are handling it that way. Because uh, yeah. I haven't really seen any pandemonium. I mean, like, this, are the shelves empty? Some of them, some places. But nobody's, like, beating one another up over shit. Everybody's very calm and collected and... I think at this point, um, the goal would be simply to get through this. Um, I, have, I don't have any desire to fuck around and, and stand on a soapbox and have this be the moment where I, I shout about the actions that my particular state is taking to prevent this virus from spreading faster. I'm not interested in doing that this time around. And it's not out of fear. It's really, it's out of like tedium. Like we've been dealing with this now since January and they expect that if we take the proper precautions, we'll still be dealing with it till August. So I just would like to get that done because do you know what I mean? Like we could potentially, we could extend this to be like a year and a half's worth of an ordeal if we don't fucking just get it over with now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a doctor and I'm not an epidemiologist and I'm not a politician and I'm not, I, I, I don't, from any individual perspective, don't have any personal experience with how you would handle a quarantine. And I think a lot of people who are talking don't either. Um, but yeah, that's where I've been at is a lot of like, well, none of this changes what I was doing anyway. I don't feel any more sort of <laughs> under oppression by the state than I did before. And then maybe that's just a testament to the fact of where I live right now. Maybe these measures are more extreme to people who live in other places, but like, I don't know, New York in particular does this shit all the time. Uh, I mean, we go on high alert whenever something happens. So I don't know, this is kind of just something we do. Um, and maybe that's conditioned me into thinking that it's like, 
I don't think it's okay, but maybe it's conditioned me into not having that sort of edge to be like, oh, once, once they start closing stores sweepingly and they're like banning gatherings and stuff, don't you think you should say something about that? Doesn't that seem like state overreach? And it sure does seem like state overreach, but at the same time, um, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing about that. You know what I mean? And so I will practice my own as I would be doing, no matter what the state was saying, my own self-isolation anyway, uh, and continue on. And I suggest everybody do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, do what you want. Uh, Trent, if you're going to go out and drink, I hope you have a great time. And really, I, and I mean this absolutely sincerely, I hope you don't catch anything. Because I think the chances of catching this thing are so fucking low anyway. Yeah. I mean, like, the only reason why I'm isolating yeah. is because I have family members who I need to take care of. I mean, I don't care if I catch this thing. Who gives a shit? But, like, there's, there's other people that I need to take care of, so I got to do it anyway. And, again, I, I imagine anybody who's got elderly relatives or, or even though this thing doesn't hurt little babies too much, little babies in the house, like, just, just socially distance for a few weeks would probably be better. And then you probably wouldn't even notice the fact that the state is wringing its hands around your neck more and more every day, which it's doing, by the way, Trent, every Absolutely, single yeah. day. That's and the not, scary part. And not, not in particular because of this pandemonium, but it is doing this any day. And if it wanted to advance its means in the state of a pandemonium, it would do so. Uh, and if it has done that, then it already has done that. So at this point, let's get rid of this fucking plague and we can start yelling again. Because if you start yelling now, you know it's going to happen, right? People are just going to look at you and go, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to spread this thing more? This is not responsible. I, I don't know. I, I feel like right now, do, have you seen those videos in Florida of everybody just chilling on the beach? Yeah. Which is the dumbest thing ever to me because it is March. Also, yeah. Like, it's March. You're, the like, reason what? those people are at the beach in some form of bizarre self-hating protest or something. You're, I have you're no making idea a what point. it is. You're making a point to do something that's uncomfortable. Yeah, just, it doesn't make sense dumb. to me. It's dumb. That's, that's Florida people, man. It's Florida that's people. And let me tell you what. Who they are at their core. Let me tell you what. You see what this thing is doing in Italy, right? And you know that Italy is the, I think it's the third oldest country in the world, and it's the oldest country in the oldest continent. I've seen, Look what it's doing in Italy. Yeah. Look what it's doing in Italy. It could easily do that to Florida. Oh, yeah. Dude, easily do that to Florida, Florida with the population demographics of Florida. It could easily devastate Florida. So the idea that all these fucking idiots are going out in March to the beach to make some sort of fucking statement about something, I don't get it. I never will. And I also probably won't have to deal with them because I'm isolating. <laughs> So yeah. uh, I don't, you know, it's like, it's really not a survival of the fittest situation because this, th this is a virus, right? This is not, this is a thing which doesn't give a shit about the existence of the state one way or the yeah. other. It does not care. It doesn't care. And when you have that thing, usually we're used to combating the state, right? As libertarians, that's usually what we do is we yell about the state and stuff because that's the thing yeah. that's assaulting us the most on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, the thing that happens to be threatening to assault us more than the state is going to assault us at this particular time is a thing that is also killing people who are like in the state. So this thing does not give a flying shit. And whatever point you're trying to prove, the virus doesn't give a fuck. So that's what doesn't make any sense to me. You're trying yeah. to prove a point to the state. That's cool. How about to the virus? You know what I mean? And, yeah. and at the same time, I do just want to say, I think Tom Woods is getting into it uh, with somebody right now. And I have my agreements with Tom and I have my disagreements with Tom, but I think, really think he's right. Uh, he's citing another tweeter who is basically making this, the, the, the idea, why are we not just isolating 
the high risk populations and continuing about our daily lives. Now, again, I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that's how that would work. I don't know if that, if we could get away with that, but if we truly could get away with that, that seems like a better thing to do. Right. Because absolutely. The economy is now crashed twice. I think it's crashed twice. Yeah, it's really um, look QE. Little, they they, they did sketchy QE, out there. They did QE once. I believe they're going to do QE again. And now they're talking about instituting a UBI. Uh, the Trump administration is. Yeah, I saw that. Um, it's very, uh, it's all a lot actually, of actually craziness. It's an interesting thing. So I'm actually a tax leech, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm living on the GI Bill. I'm in college. Uh-huh. So I'm in a college town, and this all happened uh, right as we were rolling into week one of spring break. Oh, fuck. So basically what happened here is I stayed in this little mountain town. Mm. And... Uh, the school shut down like as of like Wednesday of last week, they were like, we're extending spring break a week. We'll let <laughs> you know more soon. I like, how that's, later, I like how they refer to it as extending spring break. Like yeah. they had any choice. <laughs> yeah, so a full week. So I'm like, that's where we are now. We're Tuesday of week two of me just being isolated. Yeah. Uh, but also now everything in town is shutting down. So I literally am just, like, I don't even have a choice of isolation. Like, I'm not going to drink at a bar. Like, I'm going to see friends going mm-hmm. to a house on a mountain to get shit-faced because there's nothing else to do in this godforsaken town right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. virus. <laughs> yeah, man, sure. I don't know. I don't know what, uh, and uh, I am certainly not qualified to give you the libertarian solution to disease. You know what I mean? Uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really there's other people who do that. Yeah, they can do that if they'd like to. I don't know. It's so interesting that I don't know. I don't understand this urge of something has been done, right? Which in this case we talk about the state is overreaching its powers. Maybe, maybe not. Again, I would rather have an epidemiologist's opinion on that than a uh, an ideologue's in any sense. But um so the state is overreaching for this. And I don't understand the urge of the theorizers at this time. Like the people who are going, well, uh, this isn't going to work. And, and, and in fact, decentralized, like, like people who are like, well, can I, here's the solution. It's like, I love the energy, but like, that's not what's going to happen. So <laughs> why are we talking about that right now? Uh, this, I don't know. It, this seems to be one of those things that's a little too serious for theory. And I'm not saying that the way that it's been handled is the correct way, but it does seem almost like it's being handled. And so other theories about how it should have been handled, you know, hindsight's 2020, right? I, yeah. I you well, know, I'm not really, could we, could we, instead of maybe like everybody has their own little theory about how this should have been handled better at this point, could we plan our attack moves ahead of time? Could we go, okay. So once this is all over, we need to start rolling back all the bullshit they did. We need to start talking about all the bullshit they did. We can't just go, ah, I have a solution because you don't have a solution. The problem that you're solving doesn't exist. The state already solved that. Now we have a different problem, the state. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, what is the point of theorizing how to handle how a virus is going? You know what I mean? And I see people doing this and I'm like, this seems like cope. It just seems like massive amounts of cope is people who are doing the theorizing about stuff. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't personally get the urge. Ah, it might be. It is a, this is a good time to do drugs, right? I now. think it is, to be Ladies honest. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time. I, well, that's been my regiment. <laughs> that's yeah, been one of the ways I've been keeping sane. You haven't, uh, you haven't eaten anything but 
psilocybin mushrooms in three days, have you? Gee, well, I've been on my fast, so I haven't even eaten those. <laughs> so oh. I've, literally, I've literally just been <laughs> intaking uh, uh, psychedelics. <laughs> ah, I see. Just, yeah, uh, just like DMT. You've just been taking DMT hits. Dude, that'd be a great time to do it, right? During the quarantine. Every hour on the hour. That would be something. All, that would certainly quarantine. be something. You would not be the same person when you came back to work. I promise you that. So. No, I, yeah, I guarantee you. I, I already feel like a lot of people aren't going to be the same people by the time they get back to work. Yeah. I mean, oh my there's God. much time with the internet. Freaking shout out to Roger Mayweather, who just passed away at 58. That's crazy. Oh, man. Uh, shout out to Roger Mayweather. Or not. I'm not sure. I don't Wait. know if I don't know if we like him or not. <laughs> I'm not even 100 percent sure who fucked that. Floyd Mayweather's father. Oh, uh, yeah, who's also a boxer. I don't know. I don't know. Well, shout out to them. I just saw that scroll by. See, this is what I've been doing, Trent. Is I've just been pretending like I care about what's going on in the in the world, because um, like I I feel like it's good to be isolated, but like I'm really losing touch. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm starting to lose. I'm starting to lose touch. No, I did that long ago. I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I'm choosing a bad time to try to get back in touch. Uh-huh. <laughs> I fell in a rabbit hole of just like, I mean, I was in school. I had a ton of episodes banked. I was banking them for a while. Uh, and I think I'm going to start doing that again. But like, you know, I'm coming to the end of this. I'm going to release this this week, I've decided. So, mm-hmm. uh I don't know. I've been, and I, the reason I did that is because I knew I was just going to have to disappear from the world into just studying for a while. Yeah. Right. And now I've got this break and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to have to go back into that or what's going on. Yeah. Who has any idea? I, I don't understand, by the way, I don't understand why there's a, a Twitter hashtag NYC lockdown going on because it's not locked down. Um, and that brings up an interesting point of I've seen a whole lot of like panic info, like a whole lot of people um, using words that they don't mean. I've been as responsible for doing it too, but a lot of people are using the word quarantine when very few people are quarantined. And I, in this yeah. country, very few people are quarantined. People are using the word lockdown, um, despite the fact that the city is not locked down. Uh, apparently they're considering the shelter in place order, but I really don't think that that's going to happen. I think they're just going to stop transit and then we'll all be happy. We'll just have to sit home anyway, won't we? Uh, cause yeah. nobody in New York has a car. <laughs> <laughs> you can walk. Yeah. We, uh, I don't know. Walking is hard. It's a lot of hard work to do that. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. It's not uh, great. It's not like, I don't, it's not like you could just take a stroll through a forest, you know, you got to actually walk through the, just uh, garbage you know, walk around houses garb yeah people no thanks what happens if the they shut down like all the services i mean they kind of have really they have I, I mean like so what do you mean by services here's like, the thing what, like most people are just shutting away? most people are, are just are voluntarily closing their doors most people like yeah. i have a strong feeling and and again, I feel zero, I'm sorry, I feel very little sympathy for the individual people who go into bars <laughs> during a time like, I feel very little sympathy for them. I don't think the bars should have been closed, but I feel very little sympathy for them. Yeah. Uh, let that's the only like place that I know of that make has our been decisions. shut. 
That's the only place that I know of that has been shut. That and restaurants. That's all I know of that's been like straight up shut down on like, like by an edict, more or less. Everything, everyone else has been like, no, we're just going to shut down. We're just, would rather not have to deal with this in some cases. In other cases, it's like, well, all the other places are shutting down. So nobody's outside anyway. You know, there's a lot of like sort of domino effect coming from this. And a lot of it, as far as I understand, is voluntary, at least in New York. Um, I know in Philadelphia, so the, the, either the governor of Pennsylvania or the mayor of Philadelphia has just sweepingly closed all stores, which seems like a huge overreaction to me. That's I don't, pretty... I, you, know, I, you can either do one of two things, right? Is shut everything down or, or set group limits and curfews and stuff like that. Either just straight up shut all the stores down so nobody has a reason to go outside or, or, or start making people go inside in different areas. And that second one doesn't really seem to work much. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but the, the first one, one's how you get roof Koreans, I'm sure. Yeah, but the second one is kind of how you do that anyway, too, right? Because you have to, if you're not going to close down every, if you're not going to de-incentivize people from leaving the house by just closing everything flatly, then people are going to leave the house and they're going to go to certain places. And it's like, the only other thing you can then do is try and control which places they go to, which is what they tried to do in Hoboken with the curfew. They did a 10 to 5 a.m. curfew because the only people who are out at that time are in bars. That was their attempt to do that rather than actually closing the bar. They just said, well, when the bar is most busy, you know, we'll close it then. It's just, I, none of these seem like great ideas, but I don't know what a great idea would be. Because again, you see all these people in Florida and all, I, I was invited to two separate plague parties. I was invited oh, yeah. to, uh, two different people invited me to parties that they were having. Uh, one of them was to go and watch Contagion, which I think is funny. But it's like, you, you know, you'd be playing around with that if you want to. I don't think you should be stopped from doing that. But it's like, just know what you're dealing with, potentially, what you could potentially, because I know people now who have it. So it's like, oh, this really? is like a very real thing that is, like exists. It's not just a thing you see on TV. It's very real. And while it's not going to like kill about 98% of us, we'll be perfectly fine by the time this is said and done. Still going to kill 2% of us. That's a shit ton of people if this thing really breaks out hard. And it's not going to be mostly young people. It's going to be mostly old people, which kind of just sucks for them, right? That's really sucks. So like, you know, if I was 75, Trent, if you were 75, I think we'd be a little more invested in being like, just close the bars. (laughs) You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, what? There would be like, at the very least, it would be like I wouldn't like lift my nose up if it happened. Uh, first, so first I don't of know. all, Bird, based on uh, my entire outlook on this whole episode, I uh, am impressed that you think I'll make it to seventy-five. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know how many of us will. That's true. That's a good point. I I'm, I don't even consider myself to be able to do that. So who knows? <sighs> yeah, I just gotta. We'll see. What, we'll see what happens. The, the thing that I'm the most scared of, mostly what's happened is the school has put me in a position where I'm just sitting here thinking about what happens if the economy like just goes. Oh, it, uh, it did. No, <laughs> it already no. did. No, I mean like, <laughs> like it really. Collapses. No, it, 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 it won't do. I don't know what you mean by that, but it's just going to keep doing what it's doing. Like there won't be a point at which the economy stops. Because it's not the economy that's crashing. It's the stock market, which, I mean, they're related. But, you know, the economy will be all right. Um, the, the transference of, of goods between states will continue. Um, because that's the thing, Trent. 
see, there's no big, shortages of goods. There's a big production halt, though. That's the problem. Is this is this is putting through some big hiccups in production. I, I suppose for a little while, for two weeks potentially. But as far as I know, yeah. I specifically was talking to somebody who I know who works at a major supermarket. Who uh, she was telling me that like they still are getting full shipments of 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 sanitizers in and toilet papers in and all that kind of stuff that you'd think would be sold out. They're still getting them in shipment. They just need to be moved from the factory to the place. So it's yeah. like. I think people don't have a conception of just how much bullshit there is sitting in factories and Amazon uh, 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 warehouses. And like, there's a tremendous amount of shit that's just sitting around, sitting around. Um, People don't check small corner stores for stuff still sitting around. Uh, Like I, yeah, I, I, so what I'm saying is I, there will never be a shortage of goods that people will want to have. And there will never be a shortage of people looking to offload those goods in exchange for money. So that's not, the economy is not going to collapse, but the stock market sure is. And businesses are sure going to start going out of business. But the businesses that won't go out of business are the ones who have to sell all that shit off. Or if they do go out of business, they're still going to sell it all off, but for lower prices. So the economy is not going to collapse. I don't think. I, I, this is not what would make uh, you know, a whole economy collapse. But it, it has continued to make the stock market crash, which is going to be very difficult for people who have, I mean, work in any sort of industry that deals with the stock market, anybody who has outstanding debts. I mean, those, that's what's going to hit people the hardest for sure. But thank God the economy won't collapse because then we would be dealing with a, like a problem that we have never seen in this country before um, in a real way. Like we've seen recessions. And we've seen depressions, but we have not seen a collapse uh, like Soviet Union style. Like that would, and I don't think the virus can do that. And I don't think, believe it or not, I don't, I don't think with the Fed in its existence, we can really have a, a, a market collapse, uh, 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 not a market collapse because we've had that, <laughs> a, uh, just an economy collapse. I really don't think we can have that with, the, with having a central bank. That happens to be one of the things a central bank can, can, can try and prevent. But uh, it, we, it, most definitely, it will be horrible, horrible yeah. uh, coming out of this. So in that respect, you are correct that, you know, yeah. everybody's paying attention to this virus and they won't realize that, you know, in eight weeks when this virus thing is pretty much mopped up, the vaccine is out. Most people have started to have the vaccine put in them and the other people have developed immunity from it. So like everybody's kind of forgetting about it and okay, uh, the market won't be okay. Yeah. Um, uh, that's so my biggest worry. That's and, and that is a real worry. I mean, we don't even see. Here's the weird thing that I've seen. They, again, they're talking about UBI. I'm, if Donald Trump gives me UBI, it's a thousand dollars. You know what I'm doing with it, right? I'm gonna go buy Bitcoin. <laughs> I'm oh, yeah. gonna immediately transfer it into a, another form of money because, as yeah. you say, um, even though I don't think the economy will collapse, as you say, like there, the threat of that is certainly there. Uh, of the dollar just tanking into the fucking dirt. Um, it's very possible. I mean, it kind of, it's not great right now, but it, it could easily get worse. So I would say like, if, if I get that UBI, it's going right to Bitcoin. Uh, the point being, yeah. we don't even know how to plan for this shit. Like that is one plan that I know I have if that specific thing happens. But I have no idea what's happening. Like it yeah. seems like by the day, and that just seems to be unfortunately the consequence of this pandemic and the pandemonium that the media caused from it is like decisions are being made by the hour 
it's 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 crazy right now and and it's it's not promising to slow down either at least even up here it's not promising to slow down i think once we if we ever do get a full-on uh, curfew or quarantine although cuomo and de blasio have both said that that's not happening we, we will fucking see uh if that starts happening then i you know maybe things will grind to such a halt that uh i don't know i don't know that we'll be able to start planning for something but i feel personally trent like i can't plan very much uh, beyond what already should have been planned because I have no idea where this thing is going. This thing could get so much worse or it could go away. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the weird thing about these viruses. So I have no idea. No clue. No clue. I, I almost feel like the virus is barely a factor in the whole thing. It's almost entirely just hysteria, like unwarranted hysteria for radio. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I think that people need to... Um, start to conceive of viruses in a very different way now that the internet exists. Um, that viruses now, and I don't know if they ever were like this throughout history because I wasn't there for history, but I certainly know that now viruses are taking on this interesting thing where they, uh, they exist in multiple realities. Uh, meaning, so this virus, if there was no mass media, if there was no internet, there was, we didn't get those videos of people dying in the streets in Wuhan, which uh, just want to say you cannot trust anything coming out of the Chinese media. Um, and so we have absolutely no way of confirming that that was happening during this time and that it wasn't being filmed for a movie or something. You have no idea. Um, yeah. So, but regardless, once stuff like that starts happening, the virus, remember that, think about it this way. Again, if the virus exists in multiple different ways, which it does, and I, I would fight tooth and nail over that. One way that the virus can transmit is through the media. Um, and so you wouldn't be experiencing any physical symptoms, of course, because you do not have the virus in a physical sense. But if you don't look around and tell me that the rate at which the pandemonium has spread and how it has spread, <laughs> if that isn't identical to you to physical transmission spread, I don't know what is. There's just this weird psychic thing that's going on, that, that, that the media has an incredible amount of control over the way people think, uh, that whenever one of these viruses shows up, like you would really believe pandemonium was in the streets and that this virus was like Godzilla blowing up buildings and shit. So like, and again, the only reason why that pandemonium exists is because of the virus, right? Like the media didn't make the virus up. It's real. It's just, you know, uh, in my opinion, even though I know someone who has it, uh, it it's blown out of proportion. Even they think it's blown out of proportion. Uh, So, like, I just found out, actually, I just found out uh, recently that apparently somebody who I know probably had it before it was a big thing, like early July. Well, that's also true. And and, and people are not considering that. that. Now that person just, like, fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. Some people, when they get it, are totally not fine when it goes away. Apparently, like, there's really bad lung damage associated with some cases, although I don't know the age of the people who've had it. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah. The the idea that this thing only showed up in this country when we found out about it in this country is just nonsense. It's nonsense. The yeah. idea that this thing showed up in in this country after we found out about it in China might be nonsense. Do you know what I mean? Like this thing could have been traveling before we found out it existed in China in November. I, I for we because we know thank God we know who patient zero is. Or, or yeah. the Chinese government claims they know who, who know, they that they know who patient zero is. Patient zero. Yeah, 
quote unquote patient zero, but like we the possibility that patient zero is number one, not actually patient zero, or that patient zero, uh, sorry, that remember that they, 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 the original 46 cases, I think it was the original 46 cases that they found in China. This is from Chinese data. They found that 15 out of those 46 cases could not be traced back to patient zero. So oh, we good. are not a hundred percent sure where this thing really came from. We're pretty sure it came from China. We're pretty sure it came from Wuhan. We're pretty sure. But the point being, if, if we can't trace that many cases back to patient zero, then we really don't know who had it first. And then we really don't know how long it's been kicking. We don't know how yeah. many people had early flu who actually had this thing. Remember that I believe it's, it was H5N1, swine flu. That might be H1N1. I'm not sure which H one is H1N1, yeah. Well, is, so what's avian flu? H5N1? Something like that. Anyway, I don't remember. So swine flu is the one that's important because avian flu does not spread between humans easily, but it's really dangerous. Swine flu, not as dangerous, spread pretty well, does not spread as well as coronavirus. And coronavirus is not a type of flu, which needs to be mentioned for the people who think that it is. It's not a, yeah. in the influenza strain. It's, it's coronavirus is its own unique thing. Um, and so... Regardless, <clears throat> the spread rate that we know from confirmed cases at the very least, and again, take that with a grain of salt because we don't know the true denominator of it. We only know the confirmed cases. We don't know all the cases. But anyway, uh, the spread rate for this thing is way stronger than it was for uh, swine flu. And what they found was, and I forget who it was, it might have been the, CDD, the CDC conducted a study, but it, it maybe in 2013 or 14, while enough ago, but long enough after the swine flu outbreak that we were able to have some time to like let it settle and forget about it and all that. We didn't need to develop a vaccine for it or anything. They found that 20, now one person said 19 to me, another person said 24 to me. The one who said 24 actually works in a hospital, so I'll take their opinion with a little more of a grain of salt than the other one, or maybe the other way around. But they said 24% of the global population that was tested by the CDC after on had immunity developed for the swine flu, meaning 24% of people that were tested had it. Doesn't mean all of them showed symptoms. Doesn't mean all of them had to go to the hospital for it. Even with coronavirus, 80% of cases, confirmed cases, they say don't even go to the hospital. They can handle yeah. it at home. So if you had a bad cough, uh, right this year uh, basically yes yeah you basically might've, you might have had it basically because the bare minimum symptoms that we've seen are shortness of breath and a bad cough that's and and fever and that could be any number of diseases could have caused that so the only way we're really going to figure out what the total effect of this thing was was when we finally get all the tests out later on and we could see what the global immunity for this thing was because to think that and i remember swine flu it was not a big deal like people were nervous about it, like, oh, this thing could come over. But, I, but, but it wasn't that bad. In fact, swine flu was no different from any normal influenza. This is quite a bit different from a normal influenza. Yeah. Um, but regardless, the point being, if that many people got it, something which doesn't even spread as well as coronavirus, and, and, and um, whose symptoms are almost indiscernible from a regular flu, uh, what the hell is coronavirus going to do? Do you know what I mean? How many people could possibly get this thing by the time everything is said and done? How many people will even know? You know what I mean? Like, I, I know another person right now who has several symptoms of this thing, uh, but they're not going to go to the hospital to get it checked out. And, and not everywhere has drive-in check-in places, although a lot of people are instituting them. Uh, so we really will not know. And so I really think all the pandemonium and the, and the jumping for it needs to be put into perspective with, like, you will probably get it. 
There was an article that came out two weeks ago from The Atlantic that was called, You Will Probably Get Coronavirus. And I think everybody should read it because in a weird way, it's kind of comforting. Um, do what you can, isolate yourselves, stay away from the elderly. You can prevent people from getting it as best as you possibly can, but you might also get it, you know? So it's just, just something that people need to be aware of, that we're dealing with something here that does not discern between people. It doesn't pick favorites. Really just picks whoever it can get into. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm testing a theory. So I either earlier this year had it or it was just my annual smoker's cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to test that by uh, just not being scared of getting it at all. No, well, what you should do, is, I mean, like you should see I mean, if, if there's a testing facility because like, you know, you're not sick right now. I don't so if you go that, and get it yeah. and it only takes two days for them to get the results to tell you whether or not you have it. If you, uh, if you go and get that test, if they have any drive-in facilities at some point, and you go and get it, and you know you weren't sick at any point recently, then we kind of have your version of a confirmation that this thing was here earlier than we thought it was. Yeah, but I don't feel like it. No, I mean, you could do that. I'm saying yeah. you could do this a year from now. Oh, It doesn't yeah. matter. You could do this 10 years from now. You will always have that immunity inside of you. As long as yeah. you don't develop a weird thing at any point uh, uh, from this point forward, like you'll know. And if oh. you find out, then you have a personal little bit of information that tells you that the CDC was wrong about that. And that would, and I mean, like, we've been talking about this right now, so I would believe you too. It would yeah. be very interesting because the CDC has been telling us that this thing only really showed up here in January, February. I really don't believe that. I think it could have been here in December. There's a massive yeah. amount of traffic that goes between the city of Wuhan, a city of 60 million people, mind you, and the United States. Massive amount of traffic goes through there. Whether it be goods, it's a major production center in China, or whether it be people, it's a major population center in China. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And especially when you get into, you know, some guy, you know, uh, in the airport. Yeah. I mean, just being in an airport, how many people do you think, if you didn't know you had something and you were walking through an airport just normally, how many people do you think you could infect on accident? Yeah, or, or and it being in an airplane and be, being one person in an airplane who had it. Actually, they did this, uh, Trent. There was, oh, um, yeah, they did it on purpose. No, they, they, did they do it on purpose? They put uh, the people from, I think it was the Diamond Princess. Yes, yes. On a plane yes. together. There were like 13 confirmed cases and a bunch more people who were not cases. Yes. And they put them all on the same plane. They That's just put right. like a curtain between them or something like that. There, I actually think what I saw was there was an airplane that, that somebody on it had it. Um, and then later they were able to gather up all of the people who were on that plane and test who had it and match it to where they were sitting on the planes. And it was very interesting because like yeah, being on a plane is probably the absolute worst place you could be when a respiratory disease is going around because airplanes, as far as I understand it, maybe not all airplanes, but commercial airliners, most of them just recycle air. Yeah. So I like so. you just have this thing sucking in the virus and spitting it back out at different people. It's really like you don't want to be anywhere where there is a, a I don't know what you would call that, but I'm sure everybody is smart enough to know what I'm referring to. You saw sort of a, a ventilation, but like recycling the air. just. Like that is not a good place to be in a situation like this. No. So anyway, they, they did it and they showed a diagram of where everybody was sitting on the plane. And this thing doesn't even discern based on like, there were people who had it, who people right next to them didn't get it, but people like aisles down got it. People in 
there was like one, the, the first person who had it was actually sitting towards the back of the plane. And like, there was one person who was at the front of the plane who had it and nobody around them had it. Just that one person. Uh, so like, you know what I bet it was, uh, who uses those little, little fans, those little fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those little stupid. Fans? Yeah. If you use one of those little stupid things, you might as well, because every time you realize every time somebody uses one of those little stupid things, it always ends up blowing on you. Like it's never just blowing on them. If you're sitting next to them, like you always get this annoying little draft. Like I actually kind of need those because I get oh, really I hate hot that and thing. sweaty. I get really oh. sweaty on airplanes. Oh, I need stop! That. You need to stop flying. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm a poor. I can't afford to fly. You got to start taking the train or something. <laughs> nah, man, I drive yeah. everywhere. The sweaties need to get on the trains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna say no to that. Uh, I'm also in a place where there's not a train. Oh, Jesus. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm in a little town, so mm-hmm. it's fine. Try, time to build one. <laughs> there, is one there, there is one case in this town. It came out like yesterday or the day before. Really? Man. Yeah, it's from, uh, you ever heard of Samaritan's Purse? No. It's uh, some big Christian organization. Oh, uh, some, think, some church? I think, I think Billy Graham started it or something. Oh, Jesus. But no, so it's, it's some, some big, yeah. Some Christian, church? charity organization oh that was where the first person yeah like worldwide shit and i guess somebody came back because the national headquarters is here oh 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 boy so somebody yeah being anywhere where there's a national headquarters to somewhere is probably not great (laughs) but here's the thing (laughs) especially not a charity organization oh god here's the thing though how did this how did this guy uh just come down with it you think, do, did they let him come back in the country from Wuhan, you know? Oh, good point. Well, did he come back from Wuhan? Apparently he did at some point in the past, but like, I don't know how recently. And Wait, wait, he back? came back specifically from Wuhan? Or he was dealing with somebody from because like, like Yeah, because as far that, as I know, like they yeah. banned travel. They straight so, up banned travel. He so was like, in charge of like the Asian. So like, my thought is the only time he could have been there was quite some time ago. So why is he have it now? Wait, and, and you're sure he has it? I mean, there's one confirmed case in this town. Well, you know what, dude? This we, you know, here's the other thing is we don't even, and I'm not trying to get anybody nervous here, but like continue on with your daily life. The chances of you getting the virus this way are very slim, but it's possible. It's very possible that we don't know how long the virus survives on surfaces. Uh, and we don't know how long the virus survives on like organic surfaces either. Like we don't know how long it survives on anything. So like... If he, would, if he ordered something from another town that has it, it's very possible that the delivery person might have had it or that the objects themselves had it on it for a few days. I don't know. We don't know. No clue, man. Again, viruses are like little tiny demons. Like, we know that they exist, but, like, they also do a lot of really strange stuff that we don't – if we're not looking at them actively, like, you could get it and, like, nobody would have any idea how. Like you say there, small town – this guy comes back from Wuhan, which is crazy. He should have been exhibiting symptoms a long time ago because travel's been banned. So I don't get that. But maximum incubation period time is 24 days. So he could have been a rare case in that respect too. I mean, from what yeah. we've seen. And again, all this data is with no denominator. So it could be much higher or much lower. We have no clue. Yeah. Not a clue, and my man. I don't know. It just seems I, I would almost be willing to believe that it's just been kicking around this town for a little while. I mean, this, it is a college town. It's empty right now. Cause everybody mm-hmm. left for spring break. 
and most mm-hmm. of them haven't come back. Oh, uh, well, you know but, what? I mean, like, they didn't they just close schools? It could have come from anybody in that school. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he could have picked it up at a coffee shop in town yep. here, yep. you know, two yeah. weeks ago. Oh, and that's just one confirmed case, right? That's just a confirmed case. Yeah, th- there's only one confirmed in this town, but it seems right. almost weird to me that there's that weird connection where it, it, it almost seems like they're trying to be like, no, it's not in this town. It's He got it from this other place. Look, he mm. was working in that area at some point in the past sure sure yeah everybody's interested in, which is such a weird response to me to me my response would be oh shit it's in the town right like yeah. not like oh it came from somewhere else don't worry it's like no no no. that doesn't matter. it's here <laughs> he has it that guy has it so yeah. like whether or not anybody else in the town has it that guy does so we should pretend like everybody in the town now has it that i don't know that's my response that seems to be like what i would do if i had I a mean, small town of people who took my advice if the town did lock down. Uh, oh, it at, did. At five o'clock today, they they all the restaurants are ordered to shut Close. down. Did uh, now are you curfewed or is that just everything shut down? So I don't give a shit about this town. I'm just here for the school. So mm-hmm. I'm getting all my news from friends who tell me. Oh, okay. Applicable to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I don't think uh, there's a curfew, mm. but uh, the, I know the bars and all that shit are shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, your uh, your local police department, if there is a police department there, and not just a sheriff, if they re- if they retain a, a Twitter page, and this goes for everybody, um, follow or at least be aware of uh, your police departments, and you should do this anyway. By the way, because uh, police departments will often tweet about arrests or about you know, and we need to be keeping our eyes on them. So uh, you should be following your local police department anyway. But if you have a police department and not just a sheriff, they probably retain a um, Twitter page. And on that Twitter page, they probably post things like that, whether or not there's a curfew. Because look, man, not that I'm telling people to abide by the curfew, but like, let's be honest here. The last thing we need is police harassing people on the streets during a time like this, right? So let's, let's, you know, just be aware and know what's going on. Um, That goes for everybody. Uh, If you got a, Twitter to follow, do it. If you got the news organizations to follow that will talk to you about that, do it. Yeah. Just chill out, man. Yeah. Get chill a little out. sick, feel be bad, a, watch Take it movies. easy and be aware. Just be aware. No reason. See, this is the thing. I think a lot of people, I was having a conversation that turned into a slight, an argument almost because people like to project. And somebody asked me, hey, why aren't you freaking out about, like it was basically got to the point where somebody was like, why aren't you freaking out about this? Um, cause everybody else wants to make sure that you're freaking out too, so that their freak out is normal and not a freak out. But, yeah. um, like I, the reason why I'm not nervous about it is because I know too much about it. Like I'm, I know what, everything that I can possibly know about this thing that needs to be known. So what is the point in freaking out or panicking? I'm haven't quite found out yet. Um, to me, it seems like panic is something that you do in order to spur yourself into finding out more information about a thing. But if you're just panicking to panic, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's very helpful or good for your health. So take it easy, chill out, pour yourself your favorite alcoholic beverage. Do not smoke if you can help it. Uh, (laughs) Well, well, there you go. Uh, But otherwise, you know, just chill and take it easy because life will continue on. Life will continue on uh, shortly. Uh, People are going to get sick and hurt and we need to be prepared for that. You need to do everything that you can to make sure that the people who are sick or hurt are uh, are recovering. Uh, We should set up some GoFundMes. We should start doing some community work if we can. And once this thing is all over, we can look back and start fucking taking the power away from the state. But we can't do much right now. That's what I would say, at least. That is a very, very good point. Uh, Do you have a time limit here? 
Uh, actually, I'm running up on it, but I got probably like ten more. If you ten more minutes, if you want to hit on one more part. Ten more. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't have like a specific part. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, thanks for coming on my podcast, though. Oh really no problem, dude. We uh, what? Uh, unfortunately, the circumstances are uh, are what they are. Uh, otherwise, we would have been been able to go for different topics. I uh, I hear that you are having a um, a feud, although I don't know how it's turned out since the coronavirus thing has started. But I hear you're having a feud with a uh, well. Let's, for lack of a better term, let's call him a European. Yeah. Uh, no. Let's uh, let's not let's Dutch. not grace him with a. Oh, let's. Uh, I would rather not grace him with a nationality if we could. Okay. Uh, I find him to be a, a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I'm on board. It's uh, <laughs> he's always shitting on my posts, my post podcasts. <laughs> he's doing it all the time. He and really that, does. He has and, and so, like, so he much energy. No traction on it either. Like sometimes I'll go in there and I'll roast him a little bit. <laughs> no traction. So uh, I don't know. We were on a. I I went on his podcast again because I'd like to point out, by the way, that uh, me and him first episode of his podcast is still the most. Uh, listened episode on his oh really uh yeah i'm also Ooh. way ahead of him on episodes at this point but no yeah we uh we got into it I, I recorded a whole bunch with him one day and then it turned into me derailing pause on his podcast drunkenly just because fuck his podcast <laughs> so yeah sure so uh, if you want to look into that i don't give a shit I'd say don't actually <laughs> don't uh, give him views. Don't give that guy views. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, drunk. I don't remember everything I said. I don't remember most of what I said to be honest. I got to, uh, I got to go on. I'm going on his podcast soon. Um, to, uh, talk some, of course, things about the Dutch. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Oh yeah. He's going to be, he's going to be super nationalistic about it. I'm sure he loves being, he loves being a German from the swamp. It's really ridiculous. There's so much pride <laughs> in being basically a German frog. It's crazy. You got it. Yeah. But he's lanky and tall. Listen, do you, do you, can you feel how angry he is right now? Cause I already can't like we, he, he doesn't oh, yeah. even know we're saying these things and I can already feel a lot of oh, anger. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, it's going <laughs> to be think it, again. It's his, it's because he's European that he gets so angry about stuff. You know, whenever they get angry a lot, you know, those, they're very angry people, the Europeans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and especially, uh, the best part is that, uh, I beat him to oh, releasing the episode where ah. the feud officially started apparently. Oh, wow. So, so you're, so you're really on this. He's the uh, one who's not on it. Unless he releases that episode before mm -hmm. I this one mm -hmm. so in the next couple days mm -hmm. then uh i guess i'm just gonna be so far ahead of him and I, you know what i'll drop it fuck him oh man that would be a power move you're like you know what i'm not interested anymore and your feud if, if, if he drops it if, if he drops it right now i will mm. also uh drop it go ahead drop that episode let people see the life of the feud and how much i dominated it well there you go there's the challenge i hope he hears this you know he does. You know he will. You yeah, he will. because because he's a hater and haters he's listening. always listen to your shit. You got rent. You got rent space in his head. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. That's what it so, is. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. I like it. I like more people should yell at one another. Yeah, uh, it's really it really helps you uh, get grounded. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. To yell at a Dutch. 
Uh, oh yeah, it's like a pastime at this point, basically. Absolutely. Breaking news: Palm Springs has issued a shelter-in-place order. So we're getting more shelter-in-place orders as the days go by. By the time you release this episode, and I do recommend you release this episode quickly because I, you know how this news cycle is going. I could be uh, I could be under a rock in the next few days. So uh, to all the listeners, um, you know. If I stop posting, uh, you know, just know I'm in good health. I don't know anything about Hillary Clinton, and um, and I will hopefully return at some point soon. Absolutely. And uh, just in case uh, nobody knows who you are because they're stupid, sure. Go ahead and drop all your your plugarinos. So here's where, uh, so I'm gonna do this. I've been on the. I have a lot of clout, as you know, Trent. So what I'm gonna do is yes, I'm actually yes. gonna plug my co-host's account at car camp it give that guy a follow because the poor guy he really is not great at the whole internet thing and he could really use your follow me on the other hand i'm doing great i'm, I'm just fine uh <laughs> that's a that's a very girthy move uh-huh. actually yeah. can i brand this episode as uh car camp it's second episode of my podcast yes please do and it's been great thank you for having me on it's great you should get bird orchest on at some point by the way oh, yeah i'll um, get him eventually He's he great. Be, and he's handsome. Oh, he's a great man. He's a great guy. He might be uh, too girthy for me. He to, might be, to, you know, he, he, he's very personable though. He's a very human kind of human being, if you know what I mean. Um, check out, uh, because here, look, if I do die from this thing, uh, I do have a legacy. It's called Friends Against Government Podcast. Uh, uh, any podcatcher, all of them, in fact, because again, I have so much girth. All of your podcatching apps will find us. Uh, check us out. Um, our most recent episode coming out, in fact, coming out on Wednesday, which would be tomorrow from the time of us recording this, but uh, whenever that may be, Wednesday the 18th, we're going to be talking about Duncan Lemp um, because in the span of time that this coronavirus thing has been going on, uh, an innocent, as far as I have seen all the uh, 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 news sources go, an innocent man was gunned down by police officers during a red flag raid. So yep. let's, uh, 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 hopefully that episode comes out on Wednesday, which as far as I understand it, we're recording that in a few minutes. So hopefully it will come out on Wednesday. Uh, check that out, be aware of that and, um, post about it because that is very important and basically happened under most people's noses. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw it. I think a lot of people in this community saw it, but yeah, that was, uh, that was horrible. I, I, yeah, uh, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. And, uh, and we just got more information about, uh, similarly today, uh, your boys in blue, the finest uh, uh, in, I forget what county it was, but in a completely unrelated situation, were just found to have been planting drugs on uh, uh, people that they were arresting. So that's another good case of uh, the boys in blue doing what they're supposed to do, what we pay them for. So um, in all your coronavirus uh, uh, pandemonium, please keep in mind that there uh, are not just viruses that are trying to kill you, but other human beings with badges too. So. Uh, Absolutely. Keep that in mind. All right. Well, I'll let you to get, get to recording that episode so I can listen to it tomorrow. Well, thank you, sir. All right. Uh, thanks for coming on. And everybody, thanks for listening. And, and uh, wash your hands. Wa- yeah, wash your hands. Please, please, God, wash your, wash freaking your hands. hands. Learn how to distill. It'll be good for you. <laughs> yeah, yes. And learn how to distill. Or at the very and least, if- make a lot of tea. But if you don't know how to distill and you really need somebody and things get really really bad and you're willing to pay an on-hand guy to do it i'm good <laughs> just pay for my flight oh wait i'm looking for it <laughs> i can't go on and get on a flight <laughs> nah i will drive to you and i will Ooh, how much are you charging happen. 
What? How much are you charging for some distillation tutorials? Uh, enough for me to survive. <laughs> Good. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Wash your fucking hands. Uh, and can we get your tagline? You want the squaw? Uh, no, I want your tagline, Carcan. <laughs> Oh, okay, sorry. That's right. Yeah, I forgot yeah. who I was for a second. Yeah. Um, keep both hands on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs>